0: people don't ever give us advice at all about parenting now they ask us how do you do it (laughs) what's up everybody welcome to the start down i'm your host mike vicarra and you're probably asking yourself what is the start down well we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going but i want to talk about what happens when you get to work and that's what the start down is all about We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. What's going on? Welcome to another exciting episode of the start down. I am your host, Mike Ficarra, and I am excited you are here today. I really am excited you're here today. I hope that you're having an amazing day. I hope that everything's going well for you. And we are in Q4 2019, counting down uh, to the final days of the fourth quarter of the decade. I am so excited. Man, I was thinking this morning, you know, what a, what a crazy, decade it's been for me. Ups and downs and lefts and rights and, and you name it. I mean, considering I started the decade in the classroom teaching uh, and, and I am where I am today, which is, is very interesting. You know, I started this decade with one kid, ending it with four. And, you know, it, it, it got me thinking this morning and I wanted to talk a little bit about something and, and really... You know, you see today in the internet age, you see today in this online social media community, YouTube, Instagram world of, of advice, right? So many people are giving advice, doling out advice, you know, putting things out there, telling people what they should not shouldn't do from parenting to politics. It, it is out there on the internet to business. Uh, you, could, you could, you know, get advice from basically experts, non-experts, novice Amateurs, you know, liars, cheaters, you name it, you get advice from pretty much anybody out there today. Um, You know, but it really made me kind of start to think of going from receiving advice to giving it, you know. And one of the things that it kind of reminded me of, and, and I talked about having one kid here and starting out this decade uh you know back in 2007 my wife and I had our first kid and one of the things I I remember and I remember this so vividly is the amount of advice people would give you solicited or unsolicited you know and I think with your first child if any of you out there have had kids you know this right the the first child you are ever you know as soon as you get pregnant the advice starts flowing in from people when you're having your first kid oh yeah you know buy this uh thing or don't buy this or you know get ready to sleep or not sleep or do this now or uh, oh you know this is going to change and that's going to change people just start doling advice at you about Being pregnant or or having kids, especially during your first pregnancy, um, you know, it comes from a variety of different people. And I remember just, you know, staunchly getting this from everyone, from people who only had one kid to people who had multiple kids, uh, to people who had no kids. It was like, Oh, I know my niece or nephew, uh, or, or they had a friend that had a baby. And, you know, everyone had a story to tell. Everyone had advice to give to you, uh, especially with the first kid as we were having it. And then obviously, as I've said, as the years have gone on, you know, I remember having our fourth child and it went from like everybody saying to my wife from the moment we found out she was pregnant to even having the kid. It was like, oh, you're an expert at this. You know what you're doing. You know, oh, like like no one had advice to give. It, it turned from like advice to admiration. It turned from advice to, to just giving direction. And even now, having four kids, you know, it went from, you know, when we had one kid, you know, you got advice. When you had two kids, you got a little more advice. Oh, two boys. Oh, yeah, you should do this. Or, you know, you should try for the girl do that. But, you know, I got three boys and a girl now. And and people don't ever give us advice at all about parenting. Now they ask us, how do you do it? You know, especially my wife, because, you know, she is definitely uh, the head of household. She she runs runs the family, takes care of the kids. She does an amazing job being a mom and, and taking care of all of us as a family. But, but, you know, no one ever says, well, you know what you should do or you know what I think you should do. Everyone just says, man, you've got four kids. I don't know how you do it. Um, or, or they say, you know, well, you know, what is it? And, and more importantly, not the fact that we have four kids. And like I said, my wife's an amazing mom. Um, and and this is very much a humble brag, I think, just to give this lesson. I even feel a little uncomfortable saying this, but I've got four really good kids. They're well-behaved. You know, my, my older uh, 12-year-old, you know, straight-A student. You know, my, my other one right behind them does very well in school, very athletic. Uh, you know, the two little ones still a little too soon to tell, but they are pretty good kids for their age of, uh, you know, three and, and one and a half. But, you know, it, it, and I'm sure if they were animals and they were bouncing off the wall all the time and, you know, always getting in trouble with school, people wouldn't ask that. But not only do we have four kids, we have four very well-behaved kids. Uh, you know, my, my wife's a great mom and people have gone from asking like I said, giving the advice and asking us, how do you do it? How do you make it happen? And I think it it really is one of those things is how does that transition happen? Well, it's not like my wife and I were like, well, you know what? People keep giving us advice when we only have one kid or, or two kids. We want to have four kids, so people stop giving us advice. That wasn't the direction we go in. And I, and I think when we look at this world of online experts and you could see, and I've been saying this really for about the last two years, you could see the field is starting to thin out a little bit. Yes, it's getting crowded, but the people that are getting traction and attention, uh, even some of the big major influencers, you could see people are pulling back a little bit because if it's the same message and the same rhetoric and there's not growth, they're not going to have that attention. You're going to have to have this. Like I said, the more kids I had, I went from people giving advice to people seeking advice. And why? Because I did three things. And I I think it's important, too, if you want to be, a lot of people say, well, I want to give back or I want to give advice or... You know, I think especially, uh, you know, I'm turning 40 in 2020, and I could see even uh, my counterparts around me, but even my parents in that generation talks about wanting to give back and wanting to share information. Uh, and I think Gary Vee talks about this sometimes, too, about, you know, even in your your 50s or 60s, it's not too late to be an entrepreneur. Um, I had someone, you know, the other day reach out to me and talk about wanting to give back. And you know, it's really, though, in order to be able to do that, you have to do a few things. And I think it's important to, you know, how do you go from somebody that seeks advice to somebody that gives advice? And I think you have to understand, you know, kind of three key components. And I want to walk through those real quickly. Um, the first one is you have to position yourself as an expert. Okay, you have to position yourself as an expert in something, uh, you know, and, and it could be whatever it is, it could be your craft, it could be parenting, it could be, uh, you know, if you have a hobby as an artist, or, or whatever, maybe you have to position yourself as an expert, and and you have to be consistent in positioning yourself as an expert in something, you know, I think a lot of people too um, that seek to give advice or seek to communicate, or especially in the online community jump from thing to thing to thing to thing. And they're giving advice about whether it's being a great online marketer, or doing and and listen, I'm guilty of this. You know, be a great online marketer, business development. Uh Whatever it is, parenting, I mean, like, you know, you see people that want to give advice on a thousand different things. I think you have to position yourself as an expert in something. What is the one thing you're really good at? What is the one thing you could brand yourself as being really good at and say, that's me? Yes, I could do a lot of other things, but this is the one thing that I am an expert in. And I think you have to go deep in positioning yourself as an expert in that. Okay, so the first thing is you have to position yourself as an expert um, and like I said, this is if you want to be someone who who gains traction, people are seeking you for advice. This could you know, uh, listen. There's no other ways. It has to be on social media. <laughs> it has to be. Um, you know, I talk about my four pillars: social media, book, podcast, and, and an online course. You could have those. Um, and, and you can have one of those. But if you really want to be an expert and you want to really be sought after as an expert, um, and listen, guys, I deal with this from you know everyday you know, uh, stay-at-home moms all the way up to CEOs, and I keep telling them, you have to position yourself as an expert, and you have to do that on social media, podcast, book, and some sort of online teaching activity. Um, and that could be a part of your, your social media. It doesn't have to be a revenue-producing course all the time, but you have to make sure you're positioning yourself as an expert. More importantly, and and that's why I go back to those four pillars, is you have to have proof that you are an expert, okay? You have to have proof that you are an expert, you know? Um... I would say as a parent, my wife and I don't try to position ourselves as experts. Uh, I don't think we're trying to do that at all, but we do have proof that we are experts in parenting. Well, why? Because we kind of have four kids. Um, that's 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 inevitable. They're well behaved kids, like I talked of. So people will seek to us. Well, how do you do it? You know, or I don't know how you do it, or or you know, people will seek parenting advice from us. Sometimes not because we're looking to do it, but just because it's there. Um, and then on the business side of things, people you know come to me and seek business advice because I have proof. I've successfully helped and grown businesses. Um, I've helped. Other people be successful in business. I've helped people that wanted to start to get a presence online, establish that presence. So you know, I have proof that I'm an expert and that I could that I could do something. Um, you know, like I said, even uh, a lot of my clients. You know, how, how do we know their products work? How do we know it's good? We're always looking at the data. You know, um, top score writing. We're looking at the test scores. You know, the the kids score well. Uh, they do well on the test school. You know, we go into a school to sell the product. How do you know it works? Well, here's the test scores. This is how we know it works. We have proof. It's worked in you know a variety of different schools, not just one. You know, multiple schools throughout the state throughout the country here's the results if you're interested you know here's how it is the data speaks for itself we have proof that we are an expert we have proof that that exists you know um you know like i said you look at a restaurant how do you know if a restaurant's good well you can position yourself as like the best restaurant in town um you know, it's it's the holiday seasons, right? Elf, congratulations! You world's best cup of coffee. Well, you know, you could hang that sign in your window and you could say world's best cup of coffee. But if I go on Yelp or Facebook or uh, you know I'm looking online and your reviews don't say world's best cup of coffee, no, they really don't. The coffee sucks. Um, that that's not going to be you know the proof that you need. So you need proof that is both internal. Things that you've done, things that, that you've made happen. And then you also need proof that is external that you are an expert, meaning that there's other people who will vouch for you and say, Yes, they are an expert. Yes, they do well. Um, yes, they you know, you know, they are someone who could give good advice. Yes, they are someone who you can trust, you know. Um, and like I said, we do this when we go to doctors, we do this when we go anywhere. You have to have proof that you are an expert, you know. Um, you know, client testimonials are so important. You know, when I put together uh, social media and we're working on marketing plans for our clients, we want to get those testimonials from people. Um, We want to get those testimonials when we put those out there. You know, have a couple of clients that have done news stories recently. Uh, when the media comes and wants to do a story on them, they say, can you get people there who have had success with either your treatment? Can you get people who have had success in your school? Can you get people who have uh, had success because of what you did? So you have to have proof that you're an expert. So the second thing is you have to have proof that you're an expert. And, and that proof has to be both internal and external. Okay. So how do we go from, from someone who could give advice to someone who seeks it? You have to position yourself as an expert. You have to have proof that you're an expert. And thirdly, and most importantly, you have to show people how to duplicate some part of what you do right? You have to be able to show people how to duplicate some part of what you do. If you're someone who's like, oh, I got the secret sauce, but I just, you know, I I don't know how to tell you to do it. Um, And and sometimes you want to do that, right? Like if you're a killer chef and you've got the best meatballs in town or whatever it is, you don't want to go out and teach people how to make your meatballs. You want to keep that internal so people keep coming to you and pay for it. But if you want to be able to teach other people how to do things, you have to be able to show someone else how to do something that you do really well and duplicate it. And that's really uh how you become someone that people seek advice from and and i think the important thing to understand that is too and you know i saw an ad this morning uh where someone was talking about, you know, uh I think becoming an influencer online and, you know, getting the ability to stay at hotels and get nice cars and getting people to send you things. And he says, if it works for me, it could work for you. Uh, if it works for me, it could work for you. And and you know, so and and listen, he positioned himself as an expert. He had he had, you know, an ad online. He had proof that he was an expert in the video. He was sitting in luxurious hotels and in fancy cars and in nice clothes. Um, you know, so there was somewhat proof there you could debate whether that was staged or bought just for that commercial um and then the thing he was missing though that i thought wasn't there um that he wasn't able to show how he duplicated it right like like i wouldn't have bought from him or i wouldn't have bought his program not to say that it doesn't work i'm not knocking and saying it doesn't work but he didn't have proof that he had duplicated it there was no one on there that said hey he did this for me um you know, you watch, you know, and and this is tried and true, not for the Internet. Um, you know, if you, you grew up in the 90s and 2000s. You remember infomercials, and, the, and, and they're still going on now. Infomercials spend the majority of the time, what, showing you the product, how it works, and then testimonials from people. Once again, they may have been actors. They may have not been real. But either way, they were showing you that it worked. You have to be able to show that you duplicate some part of it. And remember, just because it works for you, doesn't mean the exact way you did it works for someone else. And so many people make this mistake. They get the first two down... They're able to position themselves as an expert. They have proof that they're an expert because they made something work for someone. They were able to have them do it. But then when it comes to showing other people how to duplicate it, this is the hardest part. This is the hardest part to do because you have to adapt and change because the way you did it worked for you, you have to be able to not only show people how to do it, but show people how to do it and adapt it so that it works for them. And this takes me back to my teaching days where you can't teach every kid the same way. You had to teach a general lesson, but then you knew some things had to be explained a little differently. Maybe this student in the corner you had to get a little more one-on-one with them but you had to be able to teach a lesson in a way that everybody could adapt and own it themselves you know, and, and I think that's when you think about it, even as when you were a student, that's what made your great teachers great, right? It wasn't the teacher that got up. It's very easy. We wouldn't need teachers. There's plenty of great curriculum out there online. Um, I remember when I when I did a lot of you know stuff in, in ed tech, when we had to start to have a lot of this technology come out and people said, well, is it going to replace the teachers? And no, it's never going to replace the teachers. It's going to replace the way we deliver the content and knowledge. The teachers still need to, to train the students how to adapt the knowledge and make it something that they could own and, and that they could personally. Why? Because the knowledge is not hard. I could pick up any book and read it. But to be able to read something and learn how to apply it is very, very different. And, and, and I think that's what separates people who who are people that, that people go and seek advice to. You know, Tony Robbins was a near in Miami, sold out the, the American Airlines arena. Why? Because he knows how to show people things that have worked in his life and adapted to their own life. And that's what you need to do. You need to show people how to duplicate it in their own life. The first two are somewhat easy, right? The first two are very easy to do. Position yourself as an expert, show that you have proof that you're an expert, but the third one is always the hardest one to do. Be able to show people how to duplicate some part of what you did and apply it to their life, right? You know, Tony Robbins, and if you look at his business model and how he runs things, and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds into it, but you know, I've seen it. I've been able to be around some of the people that are on his team and, and, and the different people that do things, you know, on the various layers, but no one. In, in his organization is Tony Robbins. There's only one Tony Robbins and that branding still stands. Even the things he's teaching other people to do to go out there and be like him and, and do these mini Tony Robbins sessions and then get people to go to the big show that he does. It, it it's part of a process. And then he brings, you know, thousands and thousands of people into arena and shows them how to take, hey This is how I've lived my life. This is how I've made my life great. This is how I've motivated others. And he goes and he shows them how to do it. And he does it on such a grand scale that for years and years and years he's been able to do that. So it it, it really is. and, And so many people want to do this. And I think, you know. I think there's people that definitely want to do it because of ego. They want to do it because they want to be internet famous. And I want to be that you know guru that gives advice online and everyone's following how to make a million dollars online. That's great. But if you generally want to do this out of the goodness in your heart to help people or, or, or to do different things, you have to be able to show people how to duplicate some part of what you do. And you have to realize that they can't do it the exact same way that you did because their lives are different. The formula is different. Everyone lives in a different area okay so let's recap uh if you want to go from someone who who's constantly just seeking advice and you want to be someone who gives advice you want to get it out there and help someone or more importantly you want to grow in your industry you want to be a leader you want to be an influencer you want to be recognized as that you have to position yourself as an expert you have to have proof that you are an expert and you have to show people how to duplicate some part of what you do and this really is key to success uh and i think key to to going from that advice giver to advice seeker um or I'm sorry, that advice seeker to that advice giver. And like I said, it's with, you know, even with me having kids and all that, it's not something sometimes that sometimes it just happens naturally. And sometimes you just have to keep doing what you're doing and grinding it out and let it happen naturally. Like I said, my wife and I having four kids wasn't something we did so that this way people would stop giving us advice and we could start giving advice. Uh, But it was something that we did because, we you know, we wanted to have a family. You know, we wanted these things to happen and then as a result of doing that and giving it it all and putting the best effort in people just came to us naturally so you really have to look at that and you really have to look at you know, sometimes you can't make this thing happen. Sometimes you can't force it. Sometimes you just have to go out there and, and just keep doing what you're doing. Be the best you could be at what you do. Keep grinding it out, and then eventually people will recognize you as well. So look at the path. Look at what, which way it's going to go for you. I appreciate you tuning in. If you got value out of this, please let me know in the comments on whatever platform you're listening this to: iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you're at. Uh, MikeFicarra.com If you'd like to learn more about me and and kind of what I do, and uh, not more important. But just importantly enough, follow me on social media, please. Uh, I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me when I see I get the you know the podcast drops and I get new connections on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, means the world to me to those of you who are tuning in for the first time and. You reach out to me, or if you've been listening to me for a while and you're not connected to me on those platforms, please, uh, do. I'm putting out, you know, original content on all of them that's specific to those platforms. So I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to, uh, connect with you, mikefikera.com, thestartdown.com to subscribe. Go out there, make it a great day. Uh, and if you have any questions for me, you need advice, I'm happy to give it to you. <laughs> if you, you know, you feel. I'm someone who's an expert, uh, and I think I can help you out. Let me know. So, appreciate you tuning in. Go out there and make it a great one. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Startdown. Once again, I am your host, Mike Ficarra. Make sure you visit me at MikeFicarra.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes drop in every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Startdown.